Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is Karen Lang. I am a spiritual counsellor and a healer. In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you about the transformation that COVID is having in all our lives and how it's deeply associated with loss and grief. Firstly, I would like to acknowledge the ancestors of my land, the Yagara and the Durbal. Each one of us has been faced with change, um, some more dramatic and, and difficult than others, but albeit each of us are learning to live in a new world and a new way of seeing and being. However, what I am finding not only in myself but in my clients is that in order to transform ourselves during these changes um, and deeply uncertain times, we have to be prepared to practice spaces that allow this new information and an awareness to be downloaded in us. When any of us feel fear or difficulty accepting uncertainty, one of the first things we all feel like doing is to become busy. Now that can be difficult when we have lost our jobs or there's no money coming in and there's nowhere to go. However, we, in learning how to change our mindset in difficult um challenging times one of the things that we will have to decide is that we are going to take the time to understand how we're feeling and again because these feelings are overwhelming or they're triggering um old grief or you know experiences from the past because that feels overwhelming then we are more likely than ever to to want to distract ourselves from feeling those um, past hurts and wounding so we start small we start with strategies that we know that we can um, practice and for me um, it's nature always an opportunity um, to go and to be still nature is one of the best avenues for that to take place but also just um, sitting and being in nature allows a transformation and healing on its own and for those who have been restricted in their time outside uh, just sitting outside in your backyard or in your front yard or the tiniest tiniest bit of grass would just be as efficient as being in bushland or at the beach so it's about changing that mindset to small little changes that allow you to start to connect to what is really going on for you because it's certainly not going to be what's going on for someone else and when we get caught in the in the chaos and the um, fear of social media we are doing anything but focusing on what we need and this is the the beginning of why we don't feel good in our time here transforming so my first suggestion is really limit 
how much time you are on social media and the news because every time you're fed those numbers or the um, the chaos of what could happen or the what ifs and the uncertainty of how that will ever change you're not focusing on you and so I would really begin that step by limiting it just go on once a day to become aware of the situation where you live and then the rest of the day leave it alone and this can even just be um, the telling sign that you are avoiding with your addiction to social media so when you feel like that constant urge to check your phone or turn on the tv and find out what's going on that in itself is an avoidance of feeling and these are just really powerful understandings that begin the journey of how to unfold who you are during this time. In the first stages of grief, there's a numbness. Um, we lost our son in 2001, a sudden death. And the shock of that was months and if not years in the making trying to understand how that happened. And so I really want you to align how you're feeling with grief because it's with grief's journey that you'll start to understand that you'll find a way within yourself to heal and of course over time. None of us have had this forced um, presentation on us before unless you face death and if you have you'll be very familiar with what loss feels like and one of the things it feels like is, is that you've lost control over your life and when we feel like we've lost control the first thing we want to do is get busy and make certain decisions about that we still can find that place in us however as everything that's difficult in transformation how we will learn to walk through that is to surrender to the fact that we don't have control which is clearly what's happening in our world now uh, I felt like I dealt with that in 2001 where we didn't feel like we were in control anymore of what our children were doing or what could have happened before that. Deeply sobering space to come into deep surrender knowing that we have no control over life. But it's not a, it's not a space that we have to stay in when we get the support that we need and make the right choices daily to slowly take us out of that space and into a really deep space of power within ourselves that we do have control over certain decisions. And that's about how we think, how we feel, and how we're going to look and the perspective we're going to look at the world the way it is right now. So just take a minute to work out what you have lost right now. What is it that your grief holds for you? Is it your disconnection from family? Is it your identity with the job that you loved and now you don't have that? Just if you can just reflect now on what it is that you have lost during this um, pandemic, because it's one of the most important steps again, is the recognition of what you're going through. And even acknowledging that allows our body to become connected, allows our feelings to be validated so just take a moment now just to think about what it is that you have lost.
sometimes just taking a pause of what has happened to us can allow some space for our emotions to rise and that can be difficult. But every day is a new day to just let and release what no longer needs to be in our bodies and in our minds and the stories that we've created. We need to find compassion for what has happened to ourselves and not so much judgment. Judgment of others for putting ourselves in this position and judgment of ourselves that we can't control what we want. It's just a myriad of emotions that um, we are learning to face even though we don't want to. And so one of the biggest things that I learned um, was to, to practice this stillness uh, as comfortable as it is. When I take the time to feel my emotions, allow time for some breathing exercises to move some energy in my body, I feel lighter and I have the ability to center in on what it is that I need which is what often we ignore. So let's just take a moment again to ask, what is it that you need right now? Where are you hurting? And can you find some softness in yourself to allow that to be seen and felt? No matter what is rising up in us at the moment, nothing is wrong. In fact, this is probably the only opportunity we've ever had to really face what's going on in us. So even if we can change our mindset that nothing is wrong, it really is the beginning of a different perspective. And the reason we think that something is wrong is because we believe that it should be another way for us at the moment. But what if it isn't? And it doesn't even need to be answered. The fact that this is where we are is the truth of where we're supposed to be. And our minds will take us to all these different venues and pathways to say, but no, but if, and I'm sure that this is just the mind telling us that we don't need to be still. This is just the mind avoiding feeling. You'll never, ever convince your mind that this is what you need. And so you have to use your body and discipline actions to bring it back to the source of healing. Grounding bare feet on the grass, standing in nature or on the dirt, is being proven scientifically to calm our nervous system and create energy that renews our emotions. Make a small decision to set today to write down some of the actions that you can do. There are more than enough mindful meditations on the internet. 
there are stories and transformations of what grounding and nature does to our health and to our mental health. The other aspect of grief that I experienced as well as I know everyone else in this pandemic is that we feel alone. And when you've lost a child and no one else has, like we did, we really were in a sense because no one could even imagine what it must feel like to um, face the death of a child. I guess the one good thing, if there's anything good that you can think of, is that we are connected on so many levels now to know that there's someone doing it tougher than you or there's someone doing it better than you. And, you know, that universal connection of the pandemic Uh, There's no separation in that. But often our individual stories and the wounding in you can be so different from the person in another country or just down the road. And this is where we have got to stop comparing and judging. The judging and the comparing is just another way our minds take us away from this moment and what is So we've got less time on social media, an awareness of your comparing and your fear of the uncertainty certainty and wanting to control. These are the aspects all related to grief and loss. And these are the parts that we need to recognize and nurture because they're wounds and they've been carried from your forefathers and the forefathers before that. Find the support that you need from people who understand grief, who understand what it is to make daily decisions to make a difference. I will add, and I have nothing against psychology, counselling, or talk therapy. However, telling the story does not necessarily allow the healing of it over time. So find a balance where you take responsibility, not only to get the support that you need, but also the ability to sit with what you need. When we're searching outside ourselves, we're missing our intuition and the inner journey that leads us into steps and places that can heal us. Find spaces in your life where you're renewing your energy and not releasing it. And by releasing it, I mean like leaking it out. So watching the news in fear-based environments, um, watching the hype of social media, uh, these can drain our energy and again, take us away from what is really going on for us. Grief, no matter who is facing it, is a, is a journey that you have to do alone with support. So that's what I was speaking about before, where you get 
guidance from people who know this journey, but also learning to sit with what you need and feeling what you need to feel. Richard Wagamese from the book One Drum, a beautiful book to read, he says, every choice has the ability to take from us the path, but it is also the way back at the same time. Choice is like that. It creates itself over and over. Remember, you are always free to choose again. Just choose to walk the path that leads you home. So the strategies for today is become aware of what drains and takes your energy. Find spaces where you can nurture and acknowledge the feelings that are coming up in you, the identity of who you are, what you used to do when you're not doing it now. Who are you now that that's gone? These are all essence of grief. And so we, not have to, we don't have to reinvent ourselves. We have to rediscover our truth and our authentic potential in this world. Each of us can rise up from this difficult, challenging and changing times. Find the support that you need and sit down and make some new decisions. Create some new perspectives and be really creative about it as well. You have so much more opportunity now to delve into those parts of you that you haven't seen before. Trust that there is a way in and through this. Trust that there are people that are rising up to support you in every part of the world. And even when you feel alone, your ancestors and the ancestors of this land are standing behind you, encouraging you and supporting you in ways energetically that you haven't felt before. For the last few minutes, let's just take a moment to close your eyes, relax your shoulders, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Allow your body to sink into the earth that you're sitting on. Feel the foundations underneath you. Listen to the deepest part of your soul who knows that you are not alone. And it is only through the disconnection of our stories, our wounding and our mind that takes us away from feeling and recognizing the support in our world. In this separation, we feel lost, but that's because we've just forgotten the oneness of life. That what you're feeling is normal and what I am feeling is normal. But I have to be responsible 
for how to heal that and to choose again differently tomorrow. Take a deep breath in and out. Allow this moment to be the catalyst for the new decisions that you will make today. Allow this time to open you and to your greatest potentials. For more information about my online work, counselling or spiritual healing, please connect with me at www.karenlang.author.com. Thank you. Many blessings.